y'all, and welcome to the Talk with Tori podcast. I'm your host, Tori Jones, and I'm so glad that you're here. It is officially holiday season. On each episode, I will chat with a friend, and we will share random life topics, tips, and tricks, fun stories, and more serious stories filled with some real talk to make you laugh, maybe cry, make you think. But most of all, we pray this podcast brings a smile to your face and gives you the courage to share your story with someone. So grab your favorite holiday drink. Mine is a mistletoe margarita or some Starbucks. Y'all know I love their hot chocolate to get in the spirit or some sparkling water. I don't care. You do you, girl, because it's time to peel back the layers and add a little holiday spice to it. Hey, everyone. Happy Talk with Tori Tuesday. Christmas is just a couple of days away, y'all. And so I wanted to really just keep it simple and short for you today with the Tori story while reminding you of the true meaning of Christmas. Sandy's episode last week was inspired by the story I'm going to read to you today. She read the story when she received my Christmas card last year and came over to my house to be with me during my foot surgery. And I was really recovering, and she shared with me that the story I sent reminded her of her own Christmas angel story that she just had to tell me about. If you haven't listened You need to go back and listen to our episode because it truly will touch your heart. The Big Wheel. In September 1960, I woke up one morning with six hungry babies and just 75 cents in my pocket. Their father was gone. The boys ranged from three months to seven years. Their sister was two. Their dad had never been much more than a presence they feared. Whenever they heard his tires crunch on the gravel driveway, they would scramble to hide under their beds. He did manage to leave $15 a week to buy groceries. Now that he had decided to leave, there would be no more beatings, but no more food either. If there was a welfare system in effect in Southern Indiana at that time, I certainly knew nothing about it. I scrubbed the kids until they looked brand new and they put on their best homemade dress. I loaded them into the rusty old 51 Chevy and drove off to find a job. The seven of us went to every factory store and restaurant in our small town. No luck. The kids stayed crammed into the car and tried to be quiet while I tried to convince whomever would listen that I was willing to learn or do anything. I had to have a job. Still no luck. The last place we went to, just a few miles out of town, was an old root beer barrel drive-in that had been converted to a truck stop. It was called The Big Wheel. An old lady named Granny owned the place, and she peeked out of the window from time to time at all of those kids. She needed someone on the graveyard shift, 11 at night until 7 in the morning. She paid 65 cents an hour, and I could start that night. I raced home and called the teenager down the street that babysat for people. I bargained with her to come and sleep on the sofa for a dollar a night. She could arrive with her pajamas on and the kids would already be asleep. This seemed like a good arrangement to her, so we made a deal. That night when the little ones and I knelt to say our prayers, we all thanked God for finding mommy a job. And so I started at the big wheel. When I got home in the mornings, I woke the babysitter up and sent her home with $1 of my tip money, fully half of what I averaged every night. As the weeks went by, heating bills added a strain to the meager wage. 
the tires on the old Chevy had the consistency of penny balloons and began to leak. I had to fill them with air on the way to work and again every morning before I could go home. One bleak fall morning, I dragged myself to the car to go home and found four tires in the back seat, new tires. There was no note, no nothing. Just those beautiful brand new tires. Had angels taken up residence in Indiana? I wondered. I made a deal with the owner of the local service station. In exchange for his mounting the new tires, I would clean up his office. I remember it took a lot longer to scrub his floor than it did for him to do my tires. I was now working six nights instead of five, and it still wasn't enough. Christmas was coming, and I knew there would be no money for toys for the kids. I found a can of red paint and started repairing and painting some old toys. Then I hid them in the basement. So there would be something for Santa to deliver on Christmas morning. Clothes were a worry too. I was sewing patches on top of patches on the boys' pants, and soon they would be too far gone to repair. On Christmas Eve, the usual customers were drinking coffee in the big wheel. These were the truckers, Les, Frank, and Jim, and a state trooper named Joe. A few musicians were hanging around after a gig at the Legion and were dropping nickels in the pinball machine. The regulars all just sat around and talked through the wee hours of the morning and then left to get home before the sun came up. When it was time for me to go home at 7 o'clock on Christmas morning, I hurried to the car. I was hoping the kids wouldn't wake up before I managed to get home and get the presents from the basement and place them under the tree. We had cut down a small cedar tree by the side of the road down by the dump. It was still dark and I couldn't see much, but there appeared to be some dark shadows in the car. Or was that just a trick of the night? Something certainly looked different, but it was really hard to tell what. When I reached the car, I peered warily into one of the side windows. Then my jaw dropped in amazement. The old battered Chevy was filled full to the top with boxes of all shapes and sizes. I quickly opened the driver's side door, scrambled inside, and kneeled in the front facing the back seat. Reaching back, I pulled off the lid of the top box. Inside was a whole case of little blue jeans sizes 2 to 10. I looked inside another box. It was full of shirts to go with the jeans. Then I peeked inside some of the other boxes. There were candy and nuts and bananas and bags of groceries. There was an enormous ham for baking and canned vegetables and potatoes. There was pudding and jello and cookies, pie filling and flour. There was a whole bag of laundry supplies and cleaning items. And there were five toy trucks and one beautiful little doll. As I drove back through empty streets as the sun slowly rose on the most amazing Christmas day of my life, I was sobbing with gratitude. And I will never forget the joy on the faces of my little ones that precious morning. Yes, there were angels in Indiana that long ago December, and they all hung out at the big wheel truck stop. Wow, that story just gets me every time. I pray this story reminds you that we never know when we could bless someone in bigger ways than we could have ever imagined. And I hope that this Christmas you find a way to be a Christmas angel for someone. Just a little update that there will be no episode next week. I will miss our sweet Talk With Tori Tuesday so much. 
but we will be taking a much needed holiday break and spending extra time with family and resting. We hope you take this time to catch up on episodes you may have missed on your Christmas road trips and enjoy the extra time. We will have a new episode for you in the new year. And y'all, we have some incredible episodes coming your way in 2021 from some very requested topics that I'm so excited about. The best Christmas present you could give me would be if you subscribed to our show and rated and reviewed us. It would mean the world and it truly helps so much. Merry Christmas, everyone. And I hope you know how appreciative I am of your support. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. If this episode touched you, inspired you, or brought you a good laugh, it would mean so much to me if you took a moment to leave a review and comment on iTunes. I read each one and it really makes such a difference. The support y'all have given for this podcast has been so humbling and overwhelming in the very best way. Our guests are bringing truth and encouragement that everyone needs to hear, so please keep sharing the podcast episodes with friends personally and on social media. This is how I learn about all the podcasts I listen to. I appreciate all of you more than you know. I'm so excited for you to hear the incredible story next week, and I would personally love to wish each of you a healthy, happy, and joyful holiday season.